Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day, and having done everything, to stand firm. And now, battle ready with Father Dan Rehill. Good day. Again, welcome to Battle Ready in the afternoon version. So, uh... We're going to have on a special guest today, Father Don Calloway, is as we speak trying to get on the air. But, you know, we have a lot of trouble getting people on this show. Um, for some reason, he couldn't get the Skype to work, and now uh, the studio is not, he, he can't get through. Uh, oh, he's on. Father Dan, we have, we have him on the line. <laughs> hey, brother. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. So sorry about that glitch. Yeah, no it problem. happens a lot we, to me too. <laughs> it happens all the time, and I never, I never get tired of it. <laughs> it, it keeps me constantly on my toes, thinking, "What, what, what are you doing here?" All right, so this yeah. is exciting because we haven't talked. I mean, we've talked a little bit texting, but we haven't talked in over a year, about a year since you were on last for St. Joseph's yeah. um, feast day. Since then, you've put out. Uh, a new book, Consecration of St. Joseph for Children and Families. I do want to talk a little bit about that because, you know, the, the attack is on the family, as we all know. Mm. And tell, tell what, what was the inspiration for this book? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, you know, a lot of people were doing the Consecration of St. Joseph, um, but they said, you know, Father Calloway, it's a great book. We love it. It's helped us so much, but, you know, it's a little deep for for children um and for doing it as a family they said it'd be great if you had something that's a little more simple a little more geared towards children and i thought well that's a great idea so a great guy down in louisiana scott smith um we collaborated on, on it together and put this together that includes children's stories that you know we all hear and read when we're little children and but it shows how St. Joseph is, you know, really a superhero. And um, it ties all that in in an extraordinary way. And people are eating it up. Families are saying, Father, this is exactly what we wanted. So praise God. Indeed, praise God. It's true. I've looked at some of um, the, the pictures in here. are uh, They're so perfect for uh, young men and women, particularly... You've got dragons. You've got um, the guy with the sword from uh, Narnia. I mean, this it's a lot of mm -hmm. the kids. I could see how they would take to this really quickly. Um, for those yeah. who don't know you, which I, I'm not sure that would be anybody out there, but just I, I didn't introduce you at all because of the the glitch. But you're you're coming up on a 20 year anniversary of ordination. Yeah, that's amazing. I um, how fast did that I have go? to say. Um, you know what? There's been moments where it was super fast, but I'm not going to lie. There's been moments where it's been like forever, you know, um, just dragging on, you know, through some tough times. And, you know, there's a lot of craziness in the world and in the church right now. So some of those times have just seemed like an eternity, um, waiting for some better days, you know, to come about. And um, so it's it's been awesome, but you know, it's been a trial, too. I mean, these are difficult times to be a Catholic and to be a Catholic priest, as you well know. Yeah, so yeah, I imagine it's the same for people who are married. There's great there's great years and there's tougher years. Yeah. Um, 
you list, I'm just looking at uh, one of the websites that you're associated with, and it has your favorite saints, Blessed Mother, and St. Joseph, of course, your guardian angel, St. Michael. These are, all, these are all my favorites, too. Um, mm. True Devotion to, to Mary by Louis de Montfort. The World's mm-hmm. First Love, Fulton Sheen, Dyer Faustina. Um, great stuff. So, basically, you joined, when did you join the MICs? Yeah, so I had my conversion to Catholicism in 93, and believe it or not, within one year, I ended up joining my religious community, um, the Marians, and it was a miracle that they accepted me, and they said, look, we're going to give it a go, but it's going to be a very long formation for you, and I understood that. And So it, it took 10 years for me to um, be ordained, and I needed it. I needed every bit of that to grow and mature and, and, and grow in virtue. And so, yeah, so that was, you know, 10 years of formation. Now I've been ordained for almost 20 years. So 30 years I've been a Catholic, praise God. Yeah. Have they accepted you yet? <laughs> <laughs> I think they finally did. <laughs> um, that's funny you say that because when I had my kind of reversion experience, the, I kind of tackled it like I did business. I put up spreadsheets with religious orders and charisms and locations. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, it was like, oh, 12 years, not going to be a legionary. Mm-hmm. 12 years, not going to be a Dominican. 12 years, not going <laughs> to. I was like, we're going to go the shortest route here. And that would be diocesan life. And you know how yeah. long it took me? 12 years. How long? Oh, 12 man. years. God <laughs> is funny. He's like, I'll show you. Same thing, oh, though. I goodness. had to weed out all the world that was just deeply penetrated yeah. into me and that took a while but sure thanks sure, be to god normal. yeah so uh this is an open forum today you want to you can talk about anything you'd like what's on your heart mm. well you know the readers might be interested to hear um it's funny you say what's on your heart because i've i've got a new book coming out on saint joseph in june that deals with the most chaste heart of St. Joseph. So it's a graphic novel, which is just a fancy way, basically, of saying a comic book. Um, but it's, it's for adults as well. It's not just for children. It's got deep theology in it. Um, the illustrations by this young man that I know, Sam Estrada, are just off the charts. I mean, the artwork... You know, I would send him my ideas and my little stick figure drawings, and I'd say, okay, here's what the bubble will say. Here's what, you know, what the scenes will be. And he would send back the art, and I was just like, my jaw would drop. I I was like, the world is going to eat this up. Um, So that's coming out in in June. Excellent. That's amazing. You you crank out those books. You listen to this. I'm I'm actually writing six books right right now. <laughs> Are you serious? How do you do yeah. that? It is crazy. I have to say, I've bitten off more than I can chew this time because I'm starting to get confused. Like, <laughs> which book is <laughs> am I working on? What quotes and yeah, and that's just that stuff. I've got so many other hats somewhere in my religious community and traveling all the time and doing pilgrimages and so it it's. I don't think I'll try this many at once again <laughs> yeah that's that's so writing a book to me seems so over, overwhelming i mean i'm sure you have to chunk it mm. down into pieces and, and just t- tackle it in sections but um to have six at one time yeah. who who would you yeah. going 
20 years ago, looking back at you when you were just ordained, would you ever imagine you'd be writing six books at once? Absolutely not. My goodness. <laughs> I mean, back then, I didn't even read a book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah, funny. Amazing. What's going on with your community? How are, they, are you growing? Yes, yes, yes. It's incredible. So um, right now, I believe that we have 21 seminarians. Because we're having, yeah, I know, in these crazy times to have that many. And solid guys, good men, love the Lord, love Our Lady, just want to save souls, and men of the truth. And two of them are going to be um, ordained to the priesthood this summer. Several are going to be making perpetual vows, and I think one is going to be ordained to the diaconate. And we've got another eight who are entering this summer. So it's really awesome, really, really Praise amazing. God. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's good news. And have you been on any mm-hmm. pilgrimages lately? Oh, man, have I? You know, during that COVID craziness, you know, we were all kind of trapped and I couldn't go anywhere. I, I was getting like the shakes, man. I couldn't go on a pilgrimage, you know. I was like like detoxing from pilgrimages. It was crazy because <laughs> I used to do like three or four a year, you know. And uh-huh. so now I'm back in action. Um, I'm actually going to Italy at the end of April. Then in June, I'll be in Spain. Next year, I'm doing Mexico, Greece, the Holy Land. So I love them. I mean, I, I love them. And I, I, you do too, right? You, you do them as well, don't you? I do. I do. Next month, I'm in Medjugorje. Wow. Uh, in May, I'm doing the Holy Land with Scott Hahn. Um, wow. In, uh, September, I am vesting one of our uh, young men who's going to be ordained a deacon at St. Peter's. And I'll uh, pick up a few of the... I want to get over to St. Michael's Cave and uh, Petrolchina. Mm. So, yeah, mm. it is. And it's, it is. It's so exciting. It's so rejuvenating. It's, it, it bolsters your faith. And you meet amazing mm-hmm. people. Like, the people that go you on do. these pilgrims are so... They're just so beautiful. Um, and, and you wind yeah. up developing these lifelong friendships with some of them. It's, it's really... It's something else. Yeah, I, I agree. I've met some... I've met some extraordinary people, and my mom goes with me on some of the pilgrimages, and it's always fun to travel with her, and yeah, it's, I really do. I, I mean, to me, a pilgrimage is just rejuvenating to your faith, absolutely. That's so great. My, mo- my mom, she was going on almost all of them, and she's backed off. She turned 80 and kind of slowed down, um, oh, but I'm true. trying to twist her arm to get going next month, but she's not quite there yet, but um, we'll see. Um, what else did I want to talk to you about there's a lot of concern in the general Catholic population about the the craziness that's happening in our country with regard to this Mm. anti-religious spirit that's just everywhere Um, Mm -hmm. what kind of words of hope can you give them besides all these ordinations (laughs) yeah 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 well you know trust is kind of the spirituality of the day, right? So with yep. that whole divine mercy message, you know, Jesus, I trust in you. Even though the world around me is falling apart, there's so much stress and anxiety and confusion, you're still God, and you're not going to abandon us, and you're, you're with me, and I love you, and I know you love me, and so bring it on, come what may. Um, you know, I, I know that you're in control. You, you have my best interests at hand, and and I think when people can say that, 
in their prayer life, it gives you peace. You know, um, it gives you peace. We pray for peace. We pray for things to get back to normalcy and people to return to reason and all of that. But um, in the meantime, as we wait for that, um, we have peace because we know that Jesus is Lord. He's the king of the cosmos. And so we don't have anything to worry about. Well, that's the truth. But it does take faith. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. Fear comes in and fear can be so crippling. People do mm. and make terrible decisions when they're in living in a fear. Um, we have mm -hmm. 10 of your Consecration of St. Joseph books for children and families. And we are in the midst of our Mariathon. So if you'd like one of these books, anyone who calls in this in this half hour and pledges $200 or more will get a free one of these books that we will send to you. Uh, and the number is 888-408-0201. And thanks to um, Clay Walker, who was on this morning, he's going to match that with a 1000 bucks of the money he pledged this morning for anyone that calls in this half hour. So call us now. Okay, so... Um, we we had a big uh, show that I did with Michael Nose, which I think I, you mentioned you saw a part of it, and it's had a big yeah. feedback here. I'm getting inundated from people from Singapore to Scotland that are Ooh. demon-plagued, and they're writing with all sorts of questions. And I'm sure that in your travels, you run across people that have, maybe not possession, but, you know, diabolical problems mm -hmm. in their life. Um one of the things that I was telling people on that show was about, you know, this book has a Joseph, I would say not the book, but Joseph mm -hmm. has a particular mm -hmm. power for men who struggle with pornography and um, mm -hmm. all the problems that go with it. And, you know, when you think about it, he was the guardian. He's the guardian of, of the Holy Family. So when you think of Mary, purity incarnate, right? Jesus, too, but Mary mm -hmm. in a feminine way. He's the guardian of purity He's the guardian mm. of the body of Christ, and and the mystical body of Christ. Now, us, he he would continue to be the guardian for those who turn to him, and I I can't even tell you. I think I put about two or three hundred books uh, in the confessional mm. to, for guys to take who would come in and say they it's a persistent problem they can't break, and it really does work for many of them who are mm -hmm. praying with their heart. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've heard this many, many, many times in your own with this book. Not this one, but the the first one. Yeah. Oh, I have. It's been extraordinary. I have to say, among men in particular, that's been one of the greatest fruits that I've heard the feedback from is people have contacted me and said, Father, I've struggled with an addiction of pornography for decades and just constantly falling into this sin. And I've tried everything. I've, I've you know, and it wasn't until I did the consecration that I really feel that the chains were, were broken, that I've been set free from this bondage. And, you know, it just makes sense, Father, because in the book, I list the um, privileges of devotion to St. Joseph that were given to the world um, by Our Lady through Venerable Mary of Agreda, uh, a nun from the 16th century, uh, a mystic. And the first privilege is uh, for those who are devoted to St. Joseph, that you will ha be pure of life. You will have a, a chaste heart. And that is proven to be so true, because like you said, you know, in Asia, in Africa, down in Latin America, guys have contacted me now and said, Father, I have never felt so free from lust and 
you know, in my mind and my desires and my actions than I am now after doing this consecration of St. Joseph. And so I am so happy about that myself. I'm just like, thank God, because as you know well, brother, I mean, this pornography is like a plague on the planet right now, just devastating so many lives. And I think God is sending us St. Joseph right now to help help us with a way out of this mess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is. And, and people don't understand that. Uh, priests get it because we hear it day after day in the confessional. Mm-hmm. And of course, in gen- you know, we, we, no, one, no one's big on breaking the seal, but in general, we can say this, this mm-hmm. is, it's one of the biggest problems yeah. out there. Um, yeah. It is. So what else, what else can you share with us? What's going on? What else, like you have any other time in your life in between your six books, your, your writing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah, I've got, you know, right now we're in this Eucharistic revival, which is great. I mean, we need it, of course. I mean, there's a real crisis of belief among so many Catholics in the real presence. And so one of the books that I'm writing on, I'm super excited about because I think it's going to be a big one, is um, I'm going to... Uh, put a book together like a retreat format on the Eucharist um, based on the writings of St. Peter Julian Imard, who was a great saint from France about 150 years ago, who has been called the Apostle of the Eucharist mm-hmm. um, by, by popes and by others. His insights are tremendous, and so I'm working on that one right now very intensely. I'm spending several hours a day just dedicated to that one. Um, and I'm so excited about it because the timing is so perfect. You know, we've got a big Eucharistic Congress coming up, um, in Indiana in 2024. I think it's in June or July. Um, and so it's going to be great. We, we need people to get back and centered on the Eucharist. We need to revive that because, you know, what was that three years ago? I think it was that survey was taken that showed that 69% of Catholics don't believe in the real presence, you know? And so that's a tragedy. We got to do something about that. So I'm, I'm, I would ask the listeners, please pray uh, for this particular project that it, that it comes to fruition and bears a lot of good fruit. Oh yeah. hundred percent. You know, here where the parish I'm in, it's an interesting thing because it was kind of bare bones when I got here. It didn't, it didn't really have, there was no statues that even the mm. Eucharist, the, the tabernacle wasn't in the church. Um, it had been yeah. moved in for COVID for some weird reason, but it, that's not where it technically was resided. Mm. So we did a little, a little sprucing up. And one of the things mm. was, you know, I put, we had, we built a beautiful back altar and um, mm-hmm. we put in a communion rail and mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I knew it was going to be touchy with people, so I just said, "Look, if you mm-hmm. receive standing up, you can still stand mm-hmm. up. If you receive kneeling down, because we had two pray dues that half the church was using, and it was standing. It would take so long mm-hmm. for communion from everybody get, waiting for someone to get up and down, and right, and without saying anything, about three quarters of the church knelt and received on the tongue. First day we mm. had it." And I was like, what is going on here? And, you know, the people, Uh when you give them the opportunity to adore him properly, they take it. They take it. But we've kind of put barriers up to doing that, you know. People Mm -hmm. feel rushed when they come up and they just have to stand there and they're trying to, like, bow and they put their hands out. And um, I think the more that you can display that there's something different happening up here, 
and that's why we have you know mm. servers with um, uh, the with the uh, the plates to catch any particles. Uh, mm-hmm. All of it. it. It sends this message, right? Like this is a, this is a sacred moment, and this is why yep. we're taking these extra measures to 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 make this as holy as possible, and it and it works. You know, what mm. you believe is how you act. Uh, yeah. As yeah. The Benedictines teach. I love to hear that. Love it because uh, you know in this book I'm going to touch on some some touchy things as well. Like you said, I'm going to you know kind of challenge people and even. You know, brother priest and any bishop who reads the book, I'm going to say, you know, for an ongoing Eucharistic revival, let's put all those tabernacles back in the sanctuary. You know, let's take them from down the hallways and in a different room behind a wall, and um, let's let's make this thing permanent. You know, we we have an opportunity right now to really turn things around. Let's be bold. You know, with 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 the things that we do. Um, and so, you know, to some it's going to be a challenge, and I'll, you know, I expect some some interesting feedback but hey you know it's got to be done so um i just pray that i i write it in the correct way and you know with love and um that it that it touches hearts if not now when i mean if yeah, we're in the exactly. middle of this eucharistic revival and i have to be honest from my perspective i don't see a lot of it i'm not seeing a revival i'm yeah. not seeing i don't know what's happening yeah. It doesn't seem like the diocese. Uh, by today, we got something. One of the most remote parishes in our diocese, probably like two hours from here, is having something mm-hmm. next month. But I, I haven't seen it. We have adoration every yeah. day, but Sunday. So um, mm-hmm. I don't know what what else we can do yeah. here. We do the Eucharist processions whenever we can. Um, the people yeah. love them. The kids love them. The kids mm-hmm. get so excited mm-hmm. when we take Jesus outside. I don't know what, what why that gets them so <laughs> crazy, but they love it. They love it. It's almost like this is yeah. our king. Check him out. Right. It is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the kids love a parade, right? And for them, it's like a parade. So <laughs> it I is mean, you can see that. You know, and and uh, yeah, I hear you though. There, it is true. I, I wish that there were more things popping up, you know, universally because sometimes I I myself I wonder what are we doing here? We've got this opportunity and it's, it's a great opportunity, but you don't hear a ton about it. So, you know, I, that's why I'm hoping that this book won't just be for this time, but it'll be an everlasting thing that people 20 years from now can, can pick up if they're in a dry spell or if they're in a, you know, having some doubts that they can be renewed in that. And when is that coming out? Yeah, it's not going to be out, unfortunately, because I'm writing six, remember? So this one's going to be out, I think, in uh, at the end of this year, December, it'll be published. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. That'll be here before you know it. Yeah, it will. It'll come quick. Time goes so quick now. All right, we That's only have right. a few more minutes. If you're listening and you want to donate, uh, please call 888-408-0201. We've got 10 of these books that Father Calloway has written, and um, it's for your whole family to, to consecrate yourself to St. Joseph, um, 888-408-0201. Okay, so final thoughts. What's, what what should yeah. people be, be thinking about? Well, you know, I think right now, um, you know, I, I, a lot of my friends um, who are not Catholic and um, are not really in good places, you know, even they sense that the, there's something off-kilter shelter in the, in the world right now things are just kind of um how far is all this madness going to go and you know even though they don't share the faith they they share that with me yeah and i think that right now 
you know, there is a sense that um, something big probably is coming. Who knows? You know, I'm not praying for anything uh, destructive or any kind of global war or anything. That, no, of course not. I don't want that. Um, but I think that everyone right now really needs to become a praying people again. We've got to get back to prayer. We've got to return to the basics here and um, examine our own hearts, our lives. And if you haven't gone to confession in a while, it's Lent. Get in there. Go to confession. Seek to transform you know, your heart. Bring it closer to our Lord. Um, because who knows what lies ahead? Who knows? You know, there's so much talk. Every time you said you turn on the TV, it's, you know, fear everywhere. Um, but there's a certain reality to it. There's a certain craziness that's going on that um, we need to be prepared for whatever's coming and um, have trust and be at peace, but pray. Because without prayer, you know, I don't know how you're going to make it. We got we to gotta get back to prayer. Yeah, that's very wise words, and of course, that's our lady's message: pray, pray, pray. In all the apparitions yep. she's ever appeared in, it's like it, it all stems from that—the relationship with yep. her son. Thank you a hundred percent for coming out today and doing this. We always appreciate when you're on. Um, it's a huge draw for the people that listen. They love you. They literally just uh-huh. love you. So, uh, God speed <laughs> to you and the six books, and I can't wait to read them. Uh, will you give us your blessing? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, pour down your graces and mercies upon all the listeners, their families, their intentions. Give them a great sense of confidence and trust in your divine providence because you are love. We ask this blessing the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Excellent. Have a great rest of your day. This is Father Dan signing off.